0: Hi, I'm Annie Botticelli, and welcome to my astrology report for January 2024, calling the theme of this month Wolf Moon Mischief, and there is a lot to talk about there, but that moon is not until later in the month, and we have lots of other things to discuss to help you make the most of the starry potentials. The theme of my work has to do with aligning with the natural rhythms, so if you understand these different layers of rhythms that are at play, you can align your efforts with them, And it's easier for you to have a more fulfilling life full of ease and grace, rather than trying to fight against the energetic tides. So we'll talk about the things that are true for all signs in this report. These are general transits, so every sign will be affected. But definitely, if you want to go deeper into the astrology of January and deeper into what your signs picture may be, look for my individual January 2020 reports for each your individual sign, either through my YouTube channel, Annie Botticelli or Astro Kisses with Annie Botticelli podcast. The first thing I'm excited to let you know about this month is that we start this new month, this new year out with an energetic profile of more sweet aspects compared to salty ones. The sweet aspects are the ones that I, that's the word that I use for when the planets are coming together in a mathematical configuration that is harmonious. When you break down life into its smallest parts, math is right at the skeleton of our experience. And the same is true for the holographic experience of astrology. So the mathematical connections, the angle degrees between planetary movements actually affects us here on Earth in the form of what's called an aspect. So this month, we have more ways that the planets are getting along and coming into meaningful Ease and coherent communication um, than we do salty aspects. Now, that being said, that wolf moon towards the end of the month is going to be a doozy. Um, There is a lot of intensity there, a lot of challenges, but the general profile for the month as a whole, we do have more sweet connections compared to salty ones. Okay, another big thing to know about this month, this new year, and by the way, Happy New Year. Although I tend to feel like the astrological new year, when the sun moves into Aries, and you know at the end of March, feels more like a new year to me in many ways. Um, you know, we we denote January as the beginning of a new year. We have for a long time, and this particular year, we are going to feel very much like it's a new year, even though we're starting out the month with Mercury just going direct. So we've got a couple of weeks of it being sleepier before it gets up to its full capacity. Um, but just a few days before the new year, we had Jupiter, the great gas giant go direct. So not only do we start out the year with Mercury starting to move forward, we also have that energy of Jupiter waking up after sleeping since September. So many, not only small scheduling things that may have been put on pause or confusion have been cast into it. We also have those bigger visions, those bigger dreams, the bigger projects. Waking up at the same time. So, uh, January is a month of transition in that way where, um, you know, things will start gaining speed. But once they do, they will very quickly speed ahead. For those of you who are interested in dates, Mercury going retrograde, that pre shadow period started November 26th. It officially went retrograde December 12th. January 1st, it goes direct and its post transit shadow period stretches until January 21st. So that means every day after January 1st, things will start to move forward that had been slowed down recently. Um, and by the time you get to the, you know, around the 21st, it's going to be easier to plan, easier to schedule, just kind of expect that for the, you know, the first half, at least of January, plans are going to be scrambled, you know, trying to pin something down or make plans may be a little bit difficult and trying to have clarity about future plans It might take a little bit into the month for that to start to open up, but when it does, it's going to open up in a really big way. So if you have to make your big decisions, if you have to make your big plans, if you have to schedule things, it may be a little bit easier to do that in the second half of the month. We think of January as a time dominated by Capricorn, and oh, is it ever, we will get into that. And then also we start to shift into the Aquarian energies towards the end of the month, and we'll talk about that too. But I want to also mention that we still have strong Sagittarius energies continuing into January. So that means that the fun and frolic and play and optimism and fun and education focus and zealotry, I like to use associated with that sign because I'm a Sagittarius and I am definitely a zealot. Uh, that energy, because Venus is continuing its movement through Sagittarius, we are going to have those elements present this month. So in that way, you know, it's going to carry over some of the fun, it's going to carry over some of the energy of expansion. When usually, you know, we have a strong focus on the regimented practical energies of Capricorn, we will have some little spice thrown into this month, which I think is very exciting because otherwise the Capricorn energies do dominate this month. And if you played very hard in December or last year in general, the Capricorn energies will say, Hey, either time to pay the piper, um, you know, and get everything cleared up the messes that you may have made financially or otherwise, or it may just be down time to get down to business. And that's what this month is all about. So doing taxes and, you know, end of year and new year paperwork, All of that is very, um, you know, good for this time and anything that requires tedious focus is going to be, um, you know, part of the, the imprint of this month. And also Saturn is in a good mood. So Saturn, the taskmaster, the chop buster, as I like to call him, the ruler of Capricorn, um, you know, has his dominion at this time when Capricorn shines, we'll have Mercury in Capricorn, Mars in Capricorn, the sun in Capricorn, um, You know, Venus and Capricorn. So, a massive amount of planetary energy on this energy of business and work and career and, you know, taking action and climbing the mountain and father figures or you as a father figure or the energy of um, fathers or authority figures or bosses. All of that Capricorn goodness is going to be very much um, happening. But because we have a lot, as I mentioned before, we have a lot more sweet. Well, we have not a ton more sweet aspects compared to salty, but you know, a notable amount. We've got at least 14 really great aspects this month. And, um, that's just looking at, not, It's not even taking the star goddesses into consideration. It's just kind of the primary Western planets that we look at. And a lot of those either have Saturn in a favorable angle or have a planet in capricorn in a favorable angle so saturn is not usually in a good mood it's kind of like that energy if you have like a grumpy guy that lives on your block and then you're used to him scowling when you pass and then one day you see him and he's like swinging his cane around and he's like whistling you're like what happened to him it's kind of like that this month so uh you know for for most of these aspects saturn is in a good mood um, which means that long-term gains, long-term projects, things involving hard work and discipline, things involving practicality um, are all going to have favor. So anything you focus on where you work hard and you are organized and you you know, put a plan together, strategize and follow it through, those kind of endeavors will really shine at this time. Now, as the month progresses, the sun will move into um, Aquarius, And that will start to shift the energy um, out of this Capricorn frenzy. January 21st, will feel that energy of joining your power into groups or communities, you know, energies to connect with like-minded people. It becomes more about the group than the individual success or more about the organization than the, and when I say organization, I mean like the group, you know, it's basically a community-minded focus that's going to start really coming in. And it's a very social energy, okay? Capricorn energy is kind of nose to the, the grindstone, get all your stuff done. And then as the month progresses, it's time to start connecting with people, networking. It's really great for dating. It's really great for, you know, connecting in with friends and other people in social contexts. Something else notable about this month is that we have a lot of squares. Squares are 90 degree angles. They're pressure points. Some people fear squares because they can be stressful, But sometimes a square is exactly what you need to crack out of a matrix. So if there's something that's been a problem for a while, it could come up and you could do something about it and crack out of it. Just kind of imagine a 90 degree angle and imagine the energetics of it, okay? I like to show you the the layers of energy. So if you understand the energetics, then you can apply it to the different ways this may manifest for you. So let's say you're going in a straight line on a road and now you've got to make a sharp right or left turn. Okay, that's the 90 degree angle. So what you have to do in order to do this, you have to slow down some, some ways come to almost a complete stop, and then turn around, and then get up to speed again. So that awkwardness, that pressure that, you know, things can come at you from all different directions, when you're in the center of the road, you know, that energy of, of feeling vulnerable or in danger, or stopping your flow and awkwardness, that's the energy of a square. And we have quite a few of those this month. So even though we have more sweet aspects, these squares are there kind of as a theme where you may feel impediments or pressure points, but these pressure points could be necessary to get you to where you want to go because sometimes, unfortunately, it takes a pressured situation for us to take action on something that we may be lazy about or may be afraid to do, And so this month is very much action oriented. That's the Capricorn energy. Um, and especially like I was talking about the Mercury retrograde flow, those first couple of days of the month are going to be really awkward and chaotic as Mercury turns directions. And, you know, it's a lot very confusing, you know, um, accident prone, you know, just very shifty, just like it's a transitional energy. But as the month progresses, you know, we we get clear of that energy, get deep into the Capricorn energy, and it's very much about having clarity and taking action. And we have a lot of aspects that support um, taking important actions. And by the way, I'm giving you, you know, info and some dates um, and aspects, specific aspects in this report. But if you want a written report of this info that I'm giving you, including my favorite Yummy aspects of the month and the all of the ones that I have most in my list to be careful and awareful of. Go to anniehelpsyou.com, put your email address and name there, and you'll have access to my uh, free VIP community. And you can just click on any um, archive link and any of the emails you get from me to access the archives. And you can look at um, any month, you know, I always post them at least a month early. Any month of this write up with all the details of the nice aspects that I like and so forth. So I'm giving you a few here, but if you're a person that really likes more details and the dates in a written format, then you will love that. Okay. So let's see. Okay. So along with this Capricorn party of the, the, um, you know, the sun, Mercury, Venus, Mars being in Capricorn, I told you Venus is in Sagittarius. Um, at the beginning of the month, but as the month progresses, it does move into Capricorn towards the end. So we will have that addition. We also have the new moon at twenty degrees of Capricorn. So in the days around January eleventh, we have new beginnings. Um, you know, so seed planting, births of different things, or just kind of the whisper of what a manifestation will be in the future that could be present at that time. And then on January 25th, and you will feel this days before and after for sure, we have that boom, full moon at five degrees of Leo, the mischievous wolf moon. And now we're going to drill into some details. I, I'm going to throw the chart on to the screen. Just for those of you who are interested, you can take a quick picture. I think I did get it formatted this time where you can see the whole um, whole thing, <laughs> hopefully. Um, and then so just take a screenshot if you're interested in following along as I talk about this um, what's going on at this full moon it's kind of elaborate and then I'll go back to the slideshow you know for your YouTube friends this way you don't have to look at the mess of the um, chart but then those of you who are interested in it will be able to take your snapshot and follow along. Okay so here's the chart and now we'll about to go back to the slideshow and now let's talk about this boom. okay so first thing to know full moon is when the sun is opposing 180 degree. You can see this if you're looking at the visual, um, the circle with the dot towards the top and then the moon at the bottom, that's 180 degrees. that's the full moon. Five degrees of Leo, the sun will be at five degrees of Aquarius and this brings fullness, completion, fruition, drama to an already very dramatic energy of Leo. Love, romance, children, child rearing, um, dating, creative efforts, athleticism, or your place on center stage can come in a big way. Okay, so something very notable, something very dramatic could always be something positive and amazing manifestation. But at this particular moon, we've got a lot of ancillary layers that can bring some drama and stress and problems and chaos. You know, it's not often that I issue the hide under a rock Warning, I did it back in October, and unfortunately, there were terrible things that happened at that point. I really don't want to be right about that stuff, Um, but I do want to make sure you're forewarned. Some things are not preventable, but if you know the energies are going to be a little tough and you kind of lay low or maybe, you know, stay a little bit more protected, you know, you could head off things, and that's why I like to let you know. So let's look at some other layers of what's happening here. First of all, you might have insomnia. <laughs> okay, this is just common at, at um, full moon times. Could be days before, um, could be days after. The second thing that's happening is that we have a square. The, the the aspect that I'm most concerned about this month is a square. And I told you we have quite a few squares this month, those pressure points. We talked about the energy of that. But the, the, the worst square is between Chiron, the wounded healer, and Mars, the god of war. So when you've got those two kind of challenged energies in a challenged aspect, eh, just look out, guard your physical body. Um, You know, you may feel like things are working against you, your individual healing process, there could be some authority figure that's trying to block what you're doing. There could be some Saturnian reality checks when you're trying to get some things worked out. And, um, you know, so this a lot of times very much has to do with the physical body because of the Aries element and, of course, the Chironic element as well. And Aries rules the head, like the head chamber and the things in the head. So be especially careful with those areas of your body. Now, to add another layer to this, we also have Pluto involved. Okay. So if you're looking at the chart, you can see, um, I have the notes in blue where the square Chiron is there to the left. Mars is there labeled to the right in that square format. You can see how um, Pluto is pointed out right in between that square and then the new and full moon. So it's, it's there within a close enough degree to the full moon, to the sun and opposing the moon that it's definitely going to be involved here. So Pluto birth, death, transformation, rebirth, drama, you know, um, explosive sort of um, things coming from the inside out or from the outside in. It's just, it's very, very, very powerful energy. Now, like I had mentioned before, you don't have to necessarily, this doesn't have to bring fear, okay? Because most people will go through this transit, they'll have maybe some nuisances for a few days, be stressed out, and then get on with it. You know, it could be any spectrum of of worse and better than that, that's kind of like a basic profile with it. But there may be many people who may have a conflict that through the conflict, they wind up getting to massive healing. So something challenging happens. um, There's aggressiveness of some sort, or maybe you have to be assertive to protect yourself or set a boundary. Um, And then because of it, something triggers healing and I'm hoping that because we've got this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful string of awesome aspects at the end of the month, okay, so on the 28th, we've got, between the 27th and 28th, we've got a whopper of three amazing astrological aspects. I'm not going to go into super details of each one here. Again, you can go to AnnieHelpsYou.com, put your name and email address. When you get the welcome letter, go to the archives, look for January 2024 Astrology and you can scroll down. I have this itemized. Um, So I go into all of these. But we've got Venus in Capricorn, sextile Saturn in Pisces. Sextile is a very favorable angle. We've got Mercury in Capricorn trining Uranus in Taurus. And we have Venus in Capricorn trining Jupiter in Taurus, which is one of my all-time favorite aspects, period. All right. So we've got this drama, this stress, this boom to get through. And then as it sort of... um, you know the energies are fading with it you know it, this is coming these this tri, this triad of transformation as i always like to call when there's three of something these three beautiful aspects involving jupiter which is luck and expansion and uranus in a nice aspect with happy surprises and sudden insights and venus is involved so money and love and romance you know so um so that's kind of the the flow at the end of the month there and i'm hoping that whatever conflicts come up during that mischievous wolf moon will open up into the healing and the magic represented by these three energies in the days around the 28th. Okay. So that's our overview for January, 2024. If you want more information about what to expect in January, especially sign specific, if you're listening to the podcast, just search for Astro kisses with Annie Botticelli and find my January, 2024 um, individual reports for each sign. If you're on YouTube and you're you're listening through there, I will have a Zodiac playlist for January at the end of this video. So you can just click into that playlist and find your, um, your sign. I always say watch for at least your rising sign if you know it and your sun sign. If you want to do more, you can watch for your moon sign. So you'll have lots of fun with that playlist. I always put these up early. So depending on when you're listening to this, you might want to find December's um, or even November's. Um, and I will have all of those in playlists as well. Or you can search for them organically or find them on my channel, Andy Botticelli definitely go to Annie That's the interface for all the free goodies I make for you each month. You can become part of my free VIP community by putting your email address and name there. I only send out a few emails each month. Definitely don't spam you. And they're all content rich with goodies to help you make the most of the the starry possibilities. You can also see my secret star portal, which is my exclusive content portal, including having my written horoscopes for each sign each month, one month early. And if you want to learn astrology, you can find my Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery course and my Astrology Basics and Beyond course all at AnnieHelpsYou.com. If you want to be a professional astrologer, I am your lady. That is what I do best. I teach astrology. So you can find all that there. I hope you have a wonderful month and new year, and I'll catch you in the next video or podcast. Bye.